This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode something or other. 737. 736? 737. It's like a jet. Yeah. yeah. Is that one of the ones that uh, started having, like, you know, a bunch of crashing problems? I they had don't to ground. Mean, they had to ground one of them because of it was like, one of the larger jets. Failures. It was a larger jet than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Dreamliner, I think. I don't remember. I'm Brian Kilby. Uh, that okay. was Chris and Diecast. <laughs> Don's also here. Rob, Matt, and John, with his arcade one up arcade in the background. So looks hey, awesome. Are, now that the Simpsons is up for pre-order, John, are you going to pick that up? <sighs> don't. Remind me. I forgot that existed. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I think that's one of those that you either pre-order it or you don't get it. Because I, 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 well, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna sit on overstock on some on a brand like that. Yeah. So my uh, Marvel pinball table came yesterday. I'm in the I process of putting that together. I'm excited about that. It's mm, it, it's fun. It's bigger in person than I expected it to to be. So I, I'm happy with that. It, but it's also way smaller than a an actual pinball table. So, sure. you know, I'm not sure how they do the pinball tables. If they do the doctor who one, I might have to get that. Uh, I don't I'm, think there's much risk of that, Don. I don't think people <laughs> even make any more after these three that they've done. Uh, I like putting together the one up stuff. Like you get out like your rubber mallet and your screwdriver and your tools. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. I saw a picture are they John? Are they doing a discs of Tron? The old disc of Tron is is that coming out? Or? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not like I'm not keeping up with every leak or anything from Arcade One Up, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I remember too. They did the Konami X Men game. Please, people, please don't don't mention that brand to me. Don't and don't it, don't and, do it. And it has the Captain America and the Avengers game on it too? Yep. Yeah, I re- I already forgot that has happened. Or America still happen. needs help. Yep. And then they have the Golden Axe cabinet that's sitting out there that's in stock now. It looks tremendous. Oh, I was so love. Move I, on. Let's move on. Let's I can never beat Golden Axe. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No more. So, Kilby, I think you have a review you want to plug. You want? Oh, uh, yeah. I posted the Kingdom review. Yeah. And uh, also the review for um, Masters of the Universe Revelations. Uh, spoilers. I liked Revelations. The worst part of it was that it didn't have Skeletor in it. It had a a Joker with a skull face. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, my biggest complaint with it are just little things like that. I don't like some of the voices. Um, and It's just the one voice. The one voice I have a problem Merman, with. Merman. I hate Merman's voice. It's literally just Kevin really? Connery Batman. Mm, yeah, I didn't have a ton of range. Miss the, uh, the Scott McNeil version from... Oh, I, the Alan Oppenheimer. It was Alan Oppenheimer did the original Merman, wasn't it? Yeah, I just I like the 2000 series one because it was basically Waspinator. Waspinator, yeah. I like the so seems like, like a good fit. Yeah. I like the. I mean, Oppenheimer it's hard to replace Alan Oppenheimer in any case. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was just his sea spray voice too, wasn't it? Yep. It was. And that's what it should be. I just want to. I just want to make the real quick take uh, that if you were, if we were discussing this in 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 context of Transformers, and you were saying I didn't like Mark Hamill as Megatron. Just think about that. Like that's what that's what yeah. 
He-Man fans get to discuss right now. I didn't well, like Mark Hamill as Skeletor. I didn't like Mark Hamill as the Fallen because that's a thing that happened. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, I will gladly take retake that. I'll reclaim that. <laughs> just at this point, at this point, let's have round two of that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to like go into any plot details here. I will say I enjoyed Revelations, and I would be extremely pleased and amused if there was never another episode of it after the way it ended. That would be great. Yeah, there's a cliffhanger. Just be waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom. I figure we'll talk more in depth like next week. The singer. What was that, Rob? Like Shin Mazinger, uh, great, great Mazinger Z series from the creator of G Gundam. Yeah. And yeah, it just ends halfway in the, uh, like <laughs> on almost exactly the same cliffhanger. In fact, that's funny. Hey, Rob, is that the it's one where the, sometime. time is that the one where they have like, they switch between pilots and one uses guns and one uses swords. Uh, no, I think that's missing Kaiser skull. Yeah. So kingdom though, next week, uh, debuts actually this week on, Thursday? Tomorrow, yeah, Thursday, as this is recorded. Mm. Um, I figure we'll talk more in depth next week. Some more folks will watch it. Um, I it'll be interest. It'll be an interesting conversation. We'll, I, the review that I posted, you're safe to listen to it because there are zero spoilers. Yeah, I listened to it myself, and I can I can confirm that there's nothing in there that's going to ruin the show. That the show is not going to already do to itself. <laughs> Um, so after listening to your review, I also came across an illicit recording of Beast Wars Megatron's voice and wow, that's going to be an experience. Yeah. It's the way I put it is that, um, they run Beast Wars Megatron. It's like they run through Google translate and then run him back through Google translate to try to reconstitute him. And this is what we get. Oh boy. Yeah. But as I mentioned in the review, Frank Totaro's uh, Starscream is pretty great, as usual. So, okay, that's as far as we'll go into that. Let's jump to news stuff. Uh, Chris posted quite a few things over the last few days. Uh, so, RSC News Desk 145, I just like the title, All About Bees. There's like been a ton of buzzworthy Bumblebee stuff It's popped up. It's time for the second wave. Yeah. And the new swarm has arrived. And it's like Target doesn't announce this stuff just happens and neither does hasbro yeah it's this is kind of like what it used to be like to be a transformers fan yes this is 1999 yes you go to the store <laughs> and there's new stuff Except so much worse and you didn't know about it <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like oh i didn't know about that oh i don't need to buy it either yeah uh, yeah i think it was easier to make trade-off decisions like that back then um it, even though way less came out way less than we get now. Yeah, I mean, like, in 1999, one whole deluxe wave, the new toys in it were just Dinobot 2 and Transmetal 2 Prowl. Like, there, I think there was a couple of reruns from the previous wave, but, like, a wave of two toys, basically. Yeah. We don't get that anymore. No. No. Oh, uh, let's see here. Gosh. There was a Worlds Collide four-pack, which showed up a couple weeks ago. Uh, Mistakenly. At Walmart. At Walmart, yeah. <laughs> So interestingly enough, this has turned up in Canada now too, and is apparently at Walmart in Canada. And I'm trying to put the pieces together to think like, did that somehow lead to a couple of Walmarts in the U.S. mistakenly get routed Probably. a couple of these? Probably. Yeah, that Could makes be. no sense. I mean, stuff comes from. Uh, so it, it's pr- like my wife used to work at Kmart. She did for years. And they would get stuff from Walmart, like Walmart store brand stuff, all the time. 
you know, when you have a distributor or manufacturer that makes, you know, house branded stuff for more than one company, things happen. It's going to get mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But if it's meant for Target and pardon me, Walmart in Canada, that makes more sense. I'm sure there's a lot of shared uh, logistics in there somewhere. Probably. I mean, I assume, you know, I assume it all comes through, you know, Port of Los Angeles, whether it's coming to the U.S. or Canada, ultimately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the buzzworthy stuff, there's three Studio Series 2 packs, all a Bumblebee from some movie with a rival character from that movie. So uh, one Bumblebee and Barricade from the 2007 movie, one is Bumblebee and Stinger, and the other is Bumblebee and Carmo Dropkick. And those are all about $43, reportedly. Sorry, to, in tfradio.net slash discord, I'm just sharing my opinion more in depth with uh, the group about Revelations. Let's see what else was yeah. there. Um, uh, it's not in the article or the podcast, but Don did mention today finding the um, new Crash Combiner 2-packs uh, that are buzzworthy Bumblebee branded. Uh, I think those are reused from uh, Robots in Disguise 2015. Yeah, the, the the prime is the Grimlock, I think it is, because the Grimlock was only available in that five-pack Ultra Bumblebee set, but I never really looked at it that much, so I really can't be sure. And then there was one we were talking about, the Power Charge Bumblebee mm-hmm. from a couple years ago. Which has come out at like a $15 price hike. Um, then on to the newer stuff, there's the World Collide 4-pack, which finally got uh, in-store sightings properly at Target um, in the last few Didn't days. did John get it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe John was helped by our Discord member, Panda Strong, who also helped me out. I just don't have mine yet because he couldn't meet me in a parking lot somewhere and look like he's uh, <laughs> doing a drug deal. Ah, uh, yes. It was an appropriate neighborhood for it, too. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, Panda has probably visually seen, he's put eyeballs on probably like a dozen of those at this point. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like they're all over uh, Dallas. Um, Origin Bumblebee came out. That was on Friday, I think. Yeah, that's basically everywhere now. Yeah. Um, I wish I could find it. <laughs> well, there's good news, Diecast. So Origin Bumblebee is solid-packed cases of eight. So oh, nice. when it gets to your area, a bunch of it them. will be there forever. It's going to be like those uh, the Core Class 2-pack with the exosuit and the bumper Bumblebee, but worse because it's more expensive. <laughs> So yeah, that's not going to be any problem at all. And I saw there's two variants on the box. Is there? No, yeah. That's the first I've heard of it. There's one that has uh, a full window, and then there's one that has a half window. Like a full-length window? Yeah. So the thing with this box is there's no plastic window. It's an open front. I didn't realize there was a, a long opening and a short opening version. Yeah. That's very weird and concerning, given that it has no plastic. It has no plastic? It has no plastic? No. You can touch no. it. No plastic. Oh, okay. wow. It is 100%. Well, okay, it's like 99% plastic free packaging because it still has the plastic uh, hanger hook. Yeah. I, the, wonder if, I wonder if the one that has the, the bigger opening has plastic. I, I don't know why you would need a bigger opening because the opening on the box is pretty much big enough to where you can see the whole figure. Almost the entire toy. Yeah, I mean, it's um, very similar to the die cutout on Kingdom packaging. Yeah. It might be a little bit bigger than that on the version me and Matt have. I did like that I know I can just throw the whole thing in the recycling bin and be done. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. here it is. Donking oh. now. Trying yeah, to so I got the I got the short box version too. Spoilers for what we got. Yeah. <laughs> Don, were you trying to say something? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, this is just on a tangent, but um, uh, I was looking at the energy rods that come with that Origins Bumblebee, and my G two Megatron is packed up, so I could not try it out. But it looks like due to their shape and their size, I'm betting they would probably work in G two Megatron's uh, main gun and oh, launch the, out. Oh, the actual original G two. Yeah, Megatron. yeah, yeah. The yeah the original launching G two Megatron. It has the like tongue and groove thing though. Like no, the guy no, no, the no. G two G two Megatron's main cannon. There's no like catches on those. It's entirely the whole mechanism Solid. is in the cannon. So you pull the thing back, it locks, and then you okay. it, when you release it, it just um, it's like the pizza thrower, the Playmates pizza thrower, but not motorized. Well, the pizza, well, the pizza the thrower had a spinning disc. That... Right, that's the motorized part, but the plunger part was the important part. Like it's you know like a Nerf gun that's you know spring loaded versus oh, yeah. one of the motor drive ones. Okay. Um, but yeah, G two Megatron had a really cool uh, cannon firing mechanism. That was one of my favorite things on that toy. Plus with the oh. sound effects. Yeah, so it's very possible those origin those those origin uh, energy energon rods would work in him, which I really hope I can try to try it out when I can get stuff pulled back together. Just make sure you fire it into a well lit corner so you don't lose one of them. Night sort of saying it's yeah, I mean, the have... main cannon from the GI Joe Thunder Tank. Oh, okay. I know I would have to assume that works though because I. I'm pretty sure that those energy rods are a narrower diameter than the original missiles, and the way this, the way the cannon works, even if it's longer than the magazine, you could breech load it basically. So, I just, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I will. This is my last sidestep, and I, I, I know I hate. We're sidestepping all over the place. It's fine. In our Discord, tfradio.net/slash/discord blade. I think let me get, make sure to give proper credit because it's the best thing I've read all day. <laughs> um. Yes, Blade, Blade Raider, said the first episode of Revelations is fine, but it'd be an, been amazing if the seer, if it had ended with a PSA about keeping secrets. That is, yeah. that is amazing. <sighs> okay, watch it. It's it's worth it's worth your time. That that is wonderful. That that was that was great. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, what else? So in the in the same article, it's not bumblebee specifically although they did rebrand it as bumblebee adventures so i guess it sort of tangentially counts um stock photos for cyberverse deluxe cheetor which i think we heard about oh, first through store listings about a so year nice ago looking. i love it. it yeah i mean it does look pretty nice um so this doesn't have blast effects as such it has armor pieces for the beast mode uh which you can if you look at the stock photos you can see that the armor pieces are then also haphazardly applied to the robot mode just to say that they can. Do we have photos of this? Yeah, it's uh, on the um, Check the show News Desk link. 145 article. Okay, I must have missed that. It's yeah, it's the all there. You should pay more attention to there's, RFC News, diecast.net slash news. It's also all over Twitter like this weekend. Uh, well, that is, too. Is that... Okay. His expectation yeah, so this, is different than ours. It's like Cyberverse, basically. It is Cyberverse. Yeah, Cyberverse Deluxe Cheetor, like yeah. I said. Mm. <laughs> um, but still, it's nice looking. It's uh, certainly the nicest Cyberverse Cheetor toy yet. Um, which, uh, it's not that it's had much competition. I think the only other one was the um, Battleship Armor one, which was pretty terrible. Um, so I don't know if there's going to be any more new figures in whatever assortment this comes out in. It's in the new um, Dinobots Unite packaging style, so at the very least, there's going to be some repacks they have to ship with it. 
I don't want to buy any more Cyberverse if I can get away with it. So I hope there's not. But I will get this. As far as I'm aware of, there hasn't been any other Cyberverse Deluxes dug out of the system yet. I wouldn't be surprised if there you know, was one or two more Dinobots coming along in this product category. In the Deluxe scale? Yeah. 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 I dig those. Uh, uh, and then, basically, some of the stuff we were talking about uh, during pre-show. So, Rodimus Prime came out at Targets over the weekend. The art came out places. Um, you know, that's that's pretty much the uh, long and short of 145. Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> I don't believe only, it until I have one in my hands. Only in Malaysia, Brian. I'm checking my Target again right now to see if they uh, <laughs> have it in stock. I need it. They don't. They probably don't have the arc either. Cool. And let's see here. Anything else from that one? There's not. No, that's, that's all for that one. Okay. So, uh, we talked about Nightbird last week. We have new photos though. Official photos. And it looks so much better. Uh, I think, uh, also masterpiece crosscut, which we assumed would happen, but it's Mm -hmm. wonderful to see it. And I saw a posting on Facebook about, uh, masterpiece, uh, cliff jumper proto that that's in here too. Yeah. It just doesn't, I don't know. So, um, let's see here. Um, what, what's everybody's thoughts on Nightbird? She is posted to Amazon Japan right now with the current exchange rate shipping to my house. Total cost was 135 bucks. That's not too bad. No. She is certainly better than RC. RC is fine. You, you have RC, right? No. Yes. RC is like a million times better in hand than it is in photos. Like, I didn't care for RC in photos, but getting it and holding it, it's actually pretty excellent. I figured this has the same thing going for it that um, the Legends Nightbird did, where just the black and silver, even with minimal mold alterations, just looks better by default. And in many ways, this is just like a masterpiece Legends toy, because it even has the swords, the new piece, uh, new accessory swords here. Um, which are designed exactly after the swords that came with that Generations RC toy, which the Legends Nightbird also included. Um, there's also an option face based on art uh, by Hayato Sakamoto, uh, which would have probably also been based on the Legends use of Nightbird, because uh, the Legends comic series was his work, pretty much. Um so like there's there's a lot of energy in this where it's basically just a masterpiece version of LG fifteen, which is kind of crazy to me, but I also totally. kind of appreciate, but not in a way enough to spend one hundred thirty to one hundred and seventy five dollars on it. What were the uh, other toys in that assortment? Um, Slipstream and Black Arachnia. Okay, uh, the Black Arachnia. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Okay, yeah. Hey, Brian, one thing I wanted to bring up on that crosscut is that um, if you're looking, I mean, it's it's great, it's the same price as the other two, but um, a couple years ago, X-Transbots did Savant, their third-party skids. Don't care. I I know, but I'm also bringing it up that they also did their own version of crosscut, and a lot of uh, retailers out out of China right now, are selling are selling that for forty nine to fifty nine dollars. So I'm just saying, if that you wanted to have cross cut, but to be slightly different than yeah. your boost or your I mean, not boost, um, 
reboost yeah. or skids. I'm just saying that's an alternative if you wanted the three to be similar but not quite the same for about half the cost. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh-uh. I'm good. Thank you, though, Don. Thank you for the PSA. I'm sure somebody would appreci- sure somebody actually appreciates that, but I don't do a third party masterpiece anymore. I'm done masterpiece with that. Masterpiece oh, I know, I know. looks so good anyway. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, I, know, I agree. Oh, I, know, I agree. I'm just saying. I just did one because I know uh, Eric was looking for that figure, and he that was a real good price for him. So I just wanted to bring that up for anyone who wanted that as an option. It seems kind of questionable though, when the price is that low. Like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> Well, you know, I, you know, I've I've thought the same thing, but I saw multiple sellers, including some that are on the uh, exactly the various good seller lists that are out there from uh, sellers not, out of China. Not the deal. What's wrong with the toy? So that oh um, yeah. Well, I've got this. I've got Savant. I've got that as skids. That's why I'm getting reboost, and I'm not getting skids because I've already got a skids representation. But um, I've got Savant, and other than Savant's head being a, the face is a little soft, it is a very nice toy. Okay, but masterpiece crosscut. Yes, I know. I, I know. I totally. I mean, I totally get it, and I I totally understand. And I'm just saying, for me, it's it's a little more important one for the money savings, and two, so they're not quite all the same. Well, that was the news item from two years ago. Let's move to the next move news item. So, sorry, Don. <laughs> Okay, so uh, no, cut, really, cross, cross cut though has always been probably the best deco of the Honda Agreed. City in the Diaclone use, and um, even in generations when they did the remodeled skids based on IEW and they ran a cross cut off of that, that was such a nicer not just looking that felt nicer than the skids they produced off of that. So, like, I've got a real soft spot for cross cut and like. I kind of got to have this, which I'm glad. So this is, um, but did you know you could get an inferior toy for like 30 bucks from China? Really? I had no idea. Thank you, Brian. I wish somebody would have told me that. Um, I'm not saying I'm just pointing out as an option because some people may want to know who didn't. I noticed that (laughs) I, I I kind of caught the gist of that. So, um, hey, if you like Transformers, there's these things called GoBots. They're Nightbird a little bit is, cheaper. Nightbird's a general retail masterpiece you can get on Amazon Japan, like Kilby mentioned. Um, Crosscut is Takara Tommy Mall exclusive in Japan, so there's no um, direct import options uh, outside of the Hasbro-backed official ones. Um, so, you know, Hasbro Pulse and any of those kind of places, it's going to be about, uh, what was it, 89? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as masterpieces go, this is going to be on the small side, like we talked about when the prototype of Skids first popped up. It's going to be a little bit on the small side, probably, but it's the best-priced masterpiece that's come out in a long time, and it looks so, so nice. Uh, Matt, since you were absent for most of the discussion of Nightbird and Crosscut, uh, any thoughts you want to share on the new masterpieces? Uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to that Crosscut. If God, I'm hoping it's... It's as nice as it, it looks. Yeah. Like I, I need a, a win in the masterpiece column here. Seriously. If, if so you don't think continuing, you don't think um, that uh, test shot we saw of masterpiece cliff jumper is going to be a win. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right. um, masterpiece cliff jumper. Uh, what is allegedly a test shot of that popped up on Facebook and it's just the robot mode and like it does appear to be Bumblebee 2.0 with cliff jumper parts which is what we all assumed was going to happen and uh, it looks you know just as whelming as that did 
Now, yeah. the the feet, which are essentially just a bunch of folded panels stacked upon each other, <laughs> may fare better on Cliff Jumper since he's more of a, a boxy uh, square mm-hmm. body type instead of round like Bumblebee was, and that just looked like a mess. But what got me is, because this is an unpainted prototype, so you can see the giant shell of unpainted plastic hanging off his back, and it just... Yeah. Not too excited about <sighs> this one. That'll no. look better painted. <laughs> and it's going to be like $160 going by Bumblebee's pricing. Ooh. And Ryan face palmed for uh, those not watching on video. I think the feet do look better. Matt is right. Uh, the feet do look better. Well, from the angle we're seeing it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, remember- but they have a side angle, which, you know, it's basically showing the backpack, but you can get a look at the feet, too. And it's, Yeah, which it's- reinforces that whole folded up panel thing. I mean, we um, speculated um, when Bumblebee was being shown before release and even when it came out, like, this engineering could have been designed around Cliff Jumper more so, and they just went with Bumblebee first because Bumblebee. So, you know, there's still a chance that this masterpiece design will actually work better in this application if it's what the engineering was actually meant for. Yeah. But it's still going to be like $160, $170. And that thing is tiny. Yeah, probably going to be smaller than Skids. Oh, God. And costs yeah. literally twice as much. God, yeah. That's not that's not that's not good news. I wonder if X Transbots has something that we can get for like forty bucks on clearance from they, they, Yeah, X Transbots has a cliff jumper. No um, one has ever made a masterpiece cliff jumper alike that I care for, but options do exist. Uh, that's kind of the problem too. Um, you know, cliff jumper is a model of Porsche. So there's going to be challenges getting an accurate licensed vehicle mode, but Cliffjumper never looked like a Porsche in the original toy or the cartoon, really, because of the yeah, uh, the penny racer portions. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm going to ask a question, Chris, that everyone's going to be everyone's already asking. Do you think since we're seeing Cliffjumper and he was kind of a Porsche, this is going to open the doors for Jazz? No. <laughs> no, what I, think is, what I think is going to happen is they're going to go for uh, Hasbro style, like, you know, um, squint and tilt your head and wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, they're going to try to skirt around this as much as they can to not even bother trying to get Porsche yes, to go along with it. Ma- make it legally distinct enough to get yeah. away with it. Okay, so Optimus Prime is not branded uh, like the vehicle. Uh, Megatron uh, is Megatron branded like a Walther gun. I don't. I don't think they licensed the gun. Okay, so obviously the characters that were completely like Shockwave, uh, right. all those Soundwave. characters. Yeah. yeah are there any three. cars that aren't licensed vehicles? I don't think so. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. So that'll be weird. Yeah. They even they even put the Volkswagen on Bumblebee version two point but that's because they're trying to have a working relationship to use the Volkswagen imagery. Hot Rod and RC, Knightsword pointed out. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. But okay. those aren't based on real world. Which, I Correct. mean, again, what's my point? Like, characters that... Yes, there's no licensing to be had. Yeah, fanciful, yeah. like, fanciful designs. So, like, anything that was, you know, like, you, the, they skirted around the IP with... Diaclone. 84, 85, yeah. yeah, Autobot cars. Yeah, I mean, there's always the possibility that they will use the Volkswagen arrangement that they have to get their foot in the door for a Porsche likeness. Um, and, you know, of course the Porsche in the upcoming movie might help the cause too, but 
they also do, I think, have an out with Cliff Jumper to just kind of, you know, make it a generic little compact box car instead of what it actually was supposed to be. You know, if there's at least one test shot floating around of this, we're going to see more of this, and eventually somebody's going to cram that into a vehicle mode and we'll get more answers. Yeah. All right. Before we move on, um, I have a quick question about Crosscut. Because I'm on Hasbro Pulse's site, and apparently it will ship everywhere except to Quebec, Canada. So, does Canada have something against Honda? Uh, no. Um, Quebec has something against people who speak English. So, any products sold in Quebec have to have French on their packaging in addition to English. Interesting. Ah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of the stuff on Pulse will not ship there because it does not meet the language requirements. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to bring that up too because that was a big thing about uh, the Pulse stuff is that it ships to Canada, just not in Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> this is good um, to know. Like Hasbro stuff, which has you know massively multilingual coverage, uh, either on the box or inside on that information slip usually will be okay, but uh, the Takara stuff that's imported will not because, you know, they might slap a little bit of English uh, sticker on there just to, you know, cover some of the information, but predominantly there's no French on that packaging. That makes sense, because I'm so used to the multi-language packaging now, I didn't even think that this is coming from, you know, it's being imported in, so it may not have that multi-language packaging. So, yeah, I, I so this was news to me. I didn't realize he was up for pre-order on Pulse. So that's awesome. Well, you should have you should have um, read the news article I posted today. I haven't. So, uh, <laughs> and also, I didn't realize that the premium finish figures are either. In, oh God. Okay, let's talk about those. I guess. <laughs> well, it's not like you need to buy these. I am though. Is the problem? <laughs> you have a real problem. I sure do. And that's Hot coming from Black. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I'm not sure which one of these is the pot and which one's the kettle when you like step back and look at it. Yeah. That's more like the kettle calling the kettle the kettle. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Premium Wave 4, we have everybody's favorite seeker, uh, the Cybertronian mode, Starscream. Yeah, Siege Starscream, which... Um, so Shattered Glass, I think, was declared as the 10th use of this, so this might be the 11th now, this premium finish one. <laughs> it doesn't no. look any better. Uh, it's, it's slightly cleaner. Yeah. When is this shit? Oh, 2022. Okay. It's, it's an April Fool's toy, too. Great. Um, only for the U.S. Uh, in Japan, it comes out in January. And so, Studio Series Ratchet, which I didn't realize is a deluxe. It's a deluxe. I didn't even realize that. Uh, so, um, so they did the kind of trick with um, engineering it so that the mass stretches out. Uh, if, I don't own that, but I've yeah. heard many people say that it's a very, very light feeling toy when you get it unfolded into robot mode. Gotcha. Yeah, it has a lot of volume, but not a lot of mass. I just can't get over. I just can't get over that roll bar. Just because I don't think that's transformed wrong. I think the original toy was the same way. It was just that roll bar is just hanging off his butt. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. I mean, yeah. keep in mind too, Ratchet was one of the uh, you know earliest Studio Series toys. 
uh, from maybe wave two. So uh, where the engineering is now with studio series stuff, it wasn't then. Yeah, that's fair. I feel I feel like we need a redo of this toy rather than a premium finish. Like just just please redo Ratchet. I don't think you're wrong, but that's outside the purview of this a premium finish. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and under base Starscream, you know, I think. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's well. I see robot uh, mode. That's what I think. I think the underbase yeah, it might as well. Be. Yeah. Well, um, well, technically, Golden Lagoon Starscream could have been an underbase Starscream too. Yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't uh, even call it premium finish. They should just call it kind of a little better finish. That makes it so. Premium. Like on the on the Studio mm-hmm. Series toys, I think the premium finish thing more obviously applies. Um, it's just with the Siege toys, they're trying to replicate a really specific look that we don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're going for as much a- uh, accuracy to the Netflix animation as possible. So, like, in Ultra Magnus's case, it makes the toy look horrible. Um, in the case of Starscream, it makes it look basically the same as it started, but with a different pattern that makes it look maybe a little bit cleaner than the regular retail toy. Um, there's certainly a market for what this line is. We're not it. <laughs> Except for except for uh, Wave Two with the Studio Series Thirty Eight Bumblebee Movie Optimus Prime redo because that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah, let's see here. Um, man, I, is there anything from this line that looks good so far or better than? Yeah, the Optimus Prime that I was just mentioning, like the the Studio Series Thirty Eight, that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it looks that much better. Oh, it does. More details filled in. It certainly doesn't look worse. No, it doesn't look worse. I'll agree with that. <laughs> no, it's the paint job's better. I also suspect if they're going as hard on this as it looks like, they're going to have it painted in such a way where there's as little of the like plastic shine showing through on the surfaces as possible. Um, of course, there's still going to be unpainted plas- unpaintable plastic um in places that they're not gonna be able to do anything about but for the most part it's gonna be as painted as possible i believe yeah oh man let's see what else we have to talk about this week uh next fan first friday is scheduled yeah so it kind of that kind of rolls into the uh story after it because that was revealed in the same press release so turning reports by way of a press release about the new what does it mean understand that so the press release came out for a theatrical showing of Transformers the movie oh, yeah. which Pat was yeah, doing. Got that. That's, yeah. That's- um and buried within that was uh that there's going to be a Fan First Friday stream on Friday, August the thirteenth. Uh it says it's going to have more information about the theater event and news and reveals, and so I speculate a little bit on what that might be, which um Transformers and movie-related stuff that we know exists right now but hasn't been officially revealed basically boils down to that Studio Series sweep, which is just Studio <laughs> Series Scourge with the hands reversed. Um, <laughs> As it and, should be. And the, um, mm. the, the Kingdom Galvatron redeco, that's the reformatting Galvatron that's been rumored, uh, clear purple plastic grid lines, all that stuff. Uh, so both oh, I thought of- that was the RID thing. You mean the R.E.D. thing, the red thing? R.E.D., yeah. That's um, Megatron, not Galvatron. Right. They're oh. Reliable what? insiders say they're doing a Galvatron like that off the Kingdom mold. 
So hmm. a leader Galvatron? Like the one we just got, yeah. Uh, exactly like that, except in you know, clear plastics, grid lines, all that all that. Um so those are two things. If they're keeping this themed around Transformers the movie, those are likely things to get revealed. Um there is still, you know, the possibility also this will be where they start talking about the Haslab campaign, just because they've got a media event here and they could go ahead and use that. They want to launch that soon. Um how much longer is on Galactus? I don't know. How far along is Galactus? Uh, I will tell you right now. Give me two seconds. It had not budged very much last time I looked. It That's is at uh, 9,785 backers of Out the 14,000, yeah. 14, and it's got 33 days left. Okay, so it's gone up 1,000 since last time I checked, which was a couple days ago, so it had a I boost. Mean- It'll hit its goal. There's plenty of time for that. Yeah, it'll do fine. I do have a related sadder story. Is that at the same time Mattel Creations is doing their first crowdfunding project for WWE? Oh no. So it's a very it's and yes, oh no is right. So it's a really cool ring. It's even constructed like a real ring. So it's got like wooden panels that you lay down and then you put the apron on. It's got an entrance with working lights. It's a crowdfunding thing, right? So their target is 5,000 backers and 25 days left. And it's been over a week and they don't have a thousand yet. Yeah. But what was the price again? Wasn't it like $250? That's yeah, I saw that and I was like, uh, that's no. nothing for nothing wrestling fans. Yeah, or to a, just a hardcore toy collector. Yeah, that's nothing at all. That's nothing. It, people, it I, it I, I can't happen. tell you how many people I know who will drop $1,000 on a fake belt. So, yeah, but so I yeah, haven't even seen anything about that. They don't even have 900 backers after about a week, and they have less than a month to go. And oh, this feels a, like a cookie monster. <laughs> yes. And they They're not really telling the fans 4, of this crowdfunding people. thing. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, I've I've heard yeah. about this like once on Twitter since it started, and then just like complete silence on it. Yeah. They Whereas with with Galactus right now, I'm hearing you know people talking about that a few times a day. Um, mm-hmm. Official stuff coming out of Hasbro through email and social media. Mm-hmm. Not every day, but like they're keeping the awareness of that up. And as far as I can tell, Mattel isn't doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea idea Mattel had a crowdfunding platform. Neither did I. But I think no Galactus will be okay. There's still yeah. plenty of time to go, yeah. but it was never going to fund in under 48 hours the way the Sentinel did because Sentinels are troop builders. Galactus yeah. is not. Um, <laughs> earlier today on the Discord, when some of us were talking about this, um, a good point was made too. The Sentinel hit when there was stimulus checks floating around. Mm-hmm. So that made that made that process go a little bit easier too. I'm looking at this ring and it does not, it does nothing for me. And it comes with Kevin Nash. That's like two knocks against it. I mean, (laughs) to start with, I don't care about wrestling in any extent and certainly never buy, you know, product like this, but just from the way John describes it, it sounds really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's really cool. But to your point, uh, the marketing's terrible. Mm-hmm. And but it's also a lesson in like these crowdfunding things don't just magically fund themselves. Like yeah. it, it can be a slog to find that many backers. And Hasbro is still working really hard, even though Galactus will be fine. You know, yeah. probably be fine. But yeah, they're still hustling for it every day or every week. 
And I feel like part of that, too, is just that, like, the powers that be at Hasbro probably either feel or directly have a greater obligation to, say, their shareholders to say that, like, you know, we are putting the work behind this to make this happen. Whereas on the Mattel side of things, it's probably just like, yeah, do whatever. We're going to go have lunch. So that's a I mean, that's a great example of the difference. And I would say probably the corporate cultures between the two companies. Mm-hmm. The reason that, you know, Hasbro is Hasbro and Mattel is Mattel. Mattel is super successful, but mostly because of it just based on my observation, uh, just on Mattel. Having, apparently, Mattel apparently makes better cartoons for their products. Well, but <laughs> just the fact that Mattel has Barbie and Hot Wheels. Yeah. And, you know, they've and got a lot decades, of that is momentum of momentum. Yeah. I mean, I'm I was a wrestling fan. I was a trained wrestler. wrestling toy co- collector and at trained, one point and professional wrestler. Yeah. I, I never once thought, wow, I, re- I really wish I had a better ring. Uh, to- wrestling for toy collectors that I know, they absolutely do want a better ring. And I know there are more than 894 of them. <laughs> well, one one thing about the HasLab is that they also probably feel like they need a clear and concise victory with this Galactus project, so there's no more, like, what happened with Unicron? You know, where did the numbers come from? How did it hit it? You know, whether it's on the up and up or not, it will be it's debated Marvel, for a long time. I think they'll be yeah. okay. But I'm, yeah, I'm be just, fine. but I'm just saying, after Unicron, they probably also want a good, clear Unicron week. and Cookie Monster. Like yeah. that's, that's the bigger picture to take away from that. Uh, you know, Cookie Monster was an abject failure, and Unicron needed an extension. That was two if, things back to back. If you go looking for that Cookie Monster project, you won't find any proof that it ever existed. Yeah, I was going to say stop. Okay. talking about it they really really <laughs> don't want us talking about cookie monster you know that was but that was a bad time in general for Haslab because like they pushed a little bit more than they should have at that point with the properties that they were working with um i think you know after that they reassessed how they were coming at this and what they were focusing on and things have been better since then and i think it's going to continue to be that way because they're going to be more cautious i mean i'm an average while. I'm an average Marvel fan, uh, and this Sentinel is about $150 more than I would want to spend. Yeah, my buddy Jason, who is not a toy collector, he has a couple, uh, sent me a text. I, I, I think it's so cute when Jason sends me toy news. I don't like it. It's like he, today he texted me. He's like, hey, do you know that Arcade 1-Up is making a Simpsons cabinet? You know, and I was like, oh, really? That's interesting. Hmm. You know, uh, but uh, he sent over the link to the thing, and he actually really wants it. He, but he basically said it's like two hundred dollars more than he would be willing to spend. So, yeah, I would, I would love to to pitch in on Galactus, but you know, crowdfunding things are expensive, and I know for a fact that they a Transformers project is coming up, and I want to see how that turns out before I put money on anything else. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Hasbro, you might want to space these out a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm just speculating they might use this Fan First Friday to launch or at least, like, you know, preview, I guess, the Transformers HasLab campaign. Um, You know, it just feels like it's a reasonable time that they could talk more about that, if not actually start it rolling at that point. Um, You know, they could have a Fan First Friday, 
you know, three weeks in a row if they want to. Just we don't know what they're going to do yet, and probably to a great degree, they don't know what they're going to do yet either. So, okay, let me. We really haven't talked about the other thing though. Um, September right. twenty. Let me double check. September twenty. There's, there's two showings. Yeah, yeah I think the twenty sixth and the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah. Um, they are not. If you could go to Fathom Events or your uh, local box office or wherever you get your movie tickets, you're not they're not f- there yet. Not going to find them yet. No. But uh, Fathom Events is doing another showing of Transformers the movie. They did the last one three or so years ago. Yeah, I think 2018. Yeah, and it was fun. It was fun seeing it in the theater, and the theater yeah. was packed. And it was a it was a really good quality copy of the movie. Yeah, it was, it was like, Blu-ray um, probably. Yeah, they I were running up. I wouldn't know because I don't live close enough to any theaters that uh, participate in Fathom events. I, I I went to Chattanooga for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes. you know how far that drive is. I was all for this until I realized, oh, COVID. Get yeah, vaccinated, yeah, that's people. kind of the problem. Get but, um, vaccinated. You know, get, vaccinated. Yeah. get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Absolutely. Get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They're doing this for the same reason they did it in 2018 because of the 4K version coming out now. Uh, it's just like, you know, Paramount having Fathom do uh, showings of Star Trek The Next Generation in theaters two or three times uh, to coincide with those Blu-ray sets. That was a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I probably won't be going to see this again in the theater. Even even without, you know, pandemic world out there still, um, I don't think I need to go see Transformers movie in the theater again. I, I mean, I have a I mean, I have a projector here in the basement. And I have my screen. It's like 150 inches. Uh, uh, and, you know, I've watched Transformers movie on it a couple times since having it in here. You know, it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, you know, if I you mean, wa- want to see it with other people, I can, the, the cats are here. I can watch it with them. <laughs> I, would, I would still love to have a, an actual theater experience with the Transformers movie. It, yeah. It's I mean, not like, as good as watching it at a convention because when I went to it, they, the, conven- they, the convention was great. Yeah, the convention was amazing. Yeah, that would be a really good experience, too. The showing in Chattanooga I went to with Hey Mickey, like, it had the right crowd, so you still got that energy in the in a similar kind of way. Um, but, like, movies in general for me, I, I know I don't have, like, the typical movie-going experience because I hear people saying, like, oh, I gotta go see that, like, two or three more times after seeing a movie for the first time. And it's just like... No, I've seen it already. I don't need to go back and spend another fifteen dollars or thirty or forty-five I, to see it multiple I, times. I, I, if I really love the movie, I'll see it a few times in the theater. Yeah, depending on the movie. Yeah. If I really love a movie that I see in the theater, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this out of the red box when it comes out. Like there are cheap <laughs> options to see movies. Like I'll see it once, like in a good showing, and then I'll, you know, like a five-dollar showing at some other point. I'll do that. You know, yeah, I I purposely I purposely pick points of the day where the theater is pretty much dead. Yeah, I I do that anyway just because I don't like people. Well, yes, because people suck. But I mean, you know, there's people I like, but crowds are awful. Get me on that. Night Sword just said. Night Sword said in the chat, uh, the 2018 showing oh, was the neat. first date with his now wife. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's awesome. That's cool. Well, when she didn't run screaming away after that first date, you <laughs> yes. knew you had a keeper. My wife has yet to watch Transformers the movie with me. There's a list of movies that I've wanted to watch with her that I love, and it's she basically refuses to watch it. That and Princess Bride. Like I can understand not wanting okay. to watch say Patton 
or Evil Dead 2, but Princess Bride. Well, see, now you just need to tell Kim, well, hey, Night Sword's wife washed it with him. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and if Night Sword's wife jumped off a bridge, would you expect me to jump off a bridge you too? Say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to go see it again in the theater, but I'm also the also to the fact that I've seen it enough where having seen it originally in the theater before and all those years at BotCon with M Cypher and them doing it, you know, the the MSC three King. I just I don't I think I'm done, you know, unless I just unless I'm going to show my fiance because she's never seen it. Here's one. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I thought you're done, Don. Go ahead. No, no. If, if you know, continue. I'm done. I just I want to show her that, but I think it was Chris that said somewhat one of y'all said show her the VHS experience, which I still have the VHS. So I like to show her the actual VHS. Oh copy. yeah, the FHE. Like if yeah, uh, after the theater, that's the most genuine Transformers movie experience. So, um, with with one reason, I, I can live without seeing Transformers again in the theater. Because you can live I can't without it. I can live with it. Um, no, without it. Without it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know compared to say like a Disney film, like how detailed it is. But Transformers the movie does not have a lot of fine details in it that mm-hmm. seeing it on a gigantic screen will, uh, you know magnify like ghostbuster i've been on a ghostbusters kick on twitter the last couple days uh ghostbusters is pretty much pretty much my favorite movie i have literally watched it a thousand times in my life uh like i i watched it so many times with you know as a kid uh like many times a year as an adult like my kids watch it all the time now they watch ghostbusters too all the time but seeing it in the theater for the first time as an adult on a large format screen in 4k I saw things I had never seen before. I, details that I just never popped out to me. And that was amazing. Seeing something that I've seen a million times, like, but literally with new detail. You don't really get that with Transformers the movie. It just, is, it just isn't conducive to that kind of discovery. Yeah, I think your comparison to like a Disney movie is really apt here because like when you said that, immediately popped in my head is like Sleeping Beauty where like those beautiful painted backgrounds that are just full of all kinds of little details would look so good on the giant theater screen but transformers movie has some of that stuff like you use a lot of those background sweeps as uh, cover art just because they are so nice but there's still only so much you can pull out of that and they're not to the same order as yeah disney produced not to not to spoil what we got this week but i got my 4k blu-ray of transformers movie this week and I'm not too excited about it because I don't, I'm not going to see anything new. I mean, it's going to look to me basically almost uh, pretty much identical to the regular Blu-ray release mm-hmm. unless the transfer, like the colors are different or something. So, um, like, I'm not going to see anything new. So I, I haven't really been that excited about watching it. Uh, like, going from VHS to DVD was a huge jump. Yeah. But, you know, going from DVD to Blu-ray was... Eh, you know, it looks better, but like yeah. going from Blu-ray to Ultra HD, this it's it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah, in like ten years, when you have you know a 10K TV and you need to blow up a version of the movie to fill that, then you'll be glad to have the 4K to fill that in yeah. with more detail. But for what we have right now, you know, the average person for a viewing experience, 
yeah, you can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Run that on your projector and that'll work. Yeah, if you like, have a projector I, I, I can absolutely tell the difference between most, you know, like a 4K film and an Ultra HD film. One of the reasons is because my 4K screen is three feet from my head. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, when I'm 10 or 15 feet away, they look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a fun conversation. That was. <laughs> Uh, and that's it for the news. I guess what we got this week. Uh, All right. Chris wants to go first. I'm going to mute and just walk away. Okay. Uh, all right. So um, one thing I got this week was another tracks because I didn't get around to canceling my Amazon order. I kind of wanted to just get it anyway, though, because of the problems I had with the first one. So I want to see if another copy will be a little bit better in some respect. I, you know, I either will have one to keep in each mode um and you know get around the unpleasant transformation process or i will be able to cobble one actually good one together out of the parts from the two of them maybe we'll just see what happens when i get this open and see what's up with it uh moving on to newer things i do have uh origin bumblebee uh thanks to panda strong in our discord tfradio.net slash discord um i am surprised how much i like this hmm. So one thing I was afraid of looking at the stock photos when they leaked originally was that it was going to be like um, Earthrise RC where a big chunk of the vehicle would have to come off as a scooter or whatever. But like it all stays contained and a lot more cleanly than I thought. Um, you end up with kind of the a The ankle panels backpack. don't stay contained. They pop off. Ridiculous. I, I don't really have that problem so much. Um, they did pop off the first time I tried transforming because I didn't know the sequence of movements to do correctly but since then i've been able to keep it together just fine um there is a you know a backpack situation going on with this because like the roof and most of the front of the flying car mode uh has to sit back there but like it's a lot cleaner in robot mode than you'd really think to look at this uh, mess of panel seams and hinges on here uh it's actually pretty impressive the way that it compresses down onto the sides of the feet and uh, collapses into a pretty tight backpack. I do feel like if this had come out like 10 years ago, we would have something more like the uh, Prime Viacon, where a lot of this vehicle shell would probably collapse into and hide inside of the big um, anachronistic Volkswagen feet. Uh, but, you know, we're not really there anymore. And this is smaller than the Viacon, so that would have been kind of a trick to do. But, like, for what this is, it turned out really nice. Uh, in robot mode, it's comparable in size to the Netflix Bumblebee or Earthrise Cliffjumper. So it does look stupidly small in the box. Uh, even I thought, like, I'd seen comparison pictures before I got it, so I knew rationally how big it was comparatively. But when I got the package and opened it up and saw how tiny it was in the box, I was just like, that can't be right. But then I got it open and mm -hmm. put it side by side. And it's just like, yeah, no, these these are very comparable in size. It's pretty impressive. Um, so it comes with the little gun, which is basically the same design as what came with the core class uh, Bumblebee from Buzzworthy back in the winter. I wish it came with two. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, that would have been nice. Um, My OCD just doesn't like the the fact that it's not symmetrical. It comes with it comes with um, a fair bit of stuff though, even though it doesn't come with two guns. So uh, just buy another one. Yeah, yeah, they'll go on clearance probably in four or five Truth. months. There will be enough of them left. Um, so it comes with a jetpack, which this form of Bumblebee never used. This is from Dinobot Island, 
and also should be gray and not black, but, you know, bold layouts. What's interesting about this, it works okay on Origin Bumblebee, but if you have Netflix Bumblebee, it actually fits almost, it fits so perfectly around the wheels on the shoulders Ooh. and the tabs on the sides where uh, the vehicle panels lock together that it feels like it was literally made around this instead. It oh, well. fits much more perfectly on this than it does on the toy it came What's with. What's the chance of that being the case? Obviously, there are uh, coincidences that that happens. I feel like there is every possibility that you know part of the alternate parts they engineered for the cliff jumper body. You know, there is probably more stuff on there than just the cannon parts, and they never got around to swapping those in. Now, I don't think they took you know a mold element from that and moved over to the origin bumblebee, but they could rerun a CAD sequence, yeah, and cut the same piece into the new mold. Truth. Um, it may just be like a really neat coincidence that this works as perfectly as it does, uh, but it works perfectly. So if you have this and you get the origin bumblebee and you want something that's show accurate this works and I'm like super pleased with how nice it is. Um, and also, but Don, go ahead. I, I say, don't forget that will probably fit on the upcoming earth, uh, earth mode, sun, uh, side swipe and probably on Earthrise prime. Uh, I've seen it applied to Earthrise Optimus and what happens there. Let me grab Earthrise Optimus out of here. What happens there is because of the peg, being kind of in the middle of the height of the backpack. When you put on something with the peg a little bit higher up, it kind of rides over the shoulders a little bit. Hmm. So it works ish, but it doesn't work great. Um, With side swipes uh, port being lower still on the back, it looks weird in the opposite direction. So like if you don't have the, the Centurion accessory pack that had the other jet pack in it, this is a thing that will work um, as kind of a uh, fill-in option, but it's definitely not ideal. It's not nearly as ideal as putting it on the Netflix body, or you can put on the um, the cliff jumper body too. Uh, that should have the same spacing. So if you want to do it that way, that's also a very viable option. And of course, it comes with a bunch of these uh, little conductor rods. Um, so the thing with these. The ends are thicker than five millimeter, so they can't actually fit in Bumblebee's hands. Um, and there's okay. nowhere to store them on Bumblebee. So literally the only thing you can do is take the five of them that it comes with and bundle them up and basically just wrap the arm around them, which I guess is accurate kind of to what it looked like in the cartoon for the like 30 seconds they appeared. Uh, but I just would like more discreet handling and storage than you know jamming them under an arm they're going in a ziploc clearly bag. we need a box wheel jack to put this in yeah well yeah obviously we need to have that now i, I assume that will be like a leader class toy that comes with a deluxe size wheel jack that forms like 30 percent of the vehicle and then a you know a box container to snap onto it and then a second box to put on that's the armor shell that he deploys and that'll be how that works so look for mm-hmm. that in like 2023 coming exclusively to target for a buzzworthy wheel jack mm-hmm. um Let's see. Uh, no, that's Optimus Prime's gun. Going up from there, I have Rodimus Prime. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. How do you like it? Um, it's actually pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to start with the trailer. 
because the trailer is the simplest part of it. I actually was using the trailer. Uh, it's got the uh, drawer that pulls on the bottom, and I've been holding uh, Origin Bumblebee's uh, conductor rods in there. I took them all out, didn't I? Well, that wasn't a good demonstration, but it's got like all kinds of little accessory storage spots. So there's a little flap that opens on the front of the compartment in there. Uh, of course, the uh, back end opens up. Uh, I got the uh, Canon the cannon unit in there right now uh so nothing else will fit but like if you take this out this will fit a regular size autobot car very well uh and i really like how the uh the back gate works so you fold up the ramp you flip this down and it kind of it will snap into place if you pull down on the the sliders a little bit so that stays locked really securely and then when you open it it actually has like simulated piston movement so I don't oh, think nice. I don't think the uh, individual parts move, but the angle changes and they slide along. So like it has the illusion of the pistons changing length. Uh, so there's a nice bit of detail in that. The inside is loaded with five millimeter ports, uh, far far wow. more than account for what it comes with, which is mostly blast effects. Um, the only real problem with this is that when you have the cannon unit inside, the uh, halves of the uh, trailer shell won't really stay closed, but they also kind of don't stay closed that great um, when it's empty either. It's a little bit mm. easier to get to do it if you jam it together the right way, but generally there's a little bit of a gap in it. Not too bad, but it could fit a little bit better. Uh, the cannon module itself is pretty simple. A uh, few moving parts, the blast shields open out to the sides. And it's got the little uh, rotating handles, so when you've got Rodimus standing behind it, you can actually flip those up and you can hold on to it. Um, so this, it's you know a solid, chunky little piece. It's got a little kickstand on there, so you can have it uh, sitting by itself without tipping over. Uh, Rodimus Prime's pretty interesting, too. So it's about leader size uh, as a robot. The engineering is a lot more involved than Optimus Prime, for instance. So, like messing with it it doesn't feel like it's just a voyager or a leader toy it feels a lot more involved than that uh and for the most part i really like the way that it's put together don you'll be happy to know there is a variation in this of the um the flip around shoulders like hot rod has awesome except instead of going like this way it goes this way so um but at a right angle to how hot rods works, but it's the same uh, necessary step to get the shoulders oriented correctly. Uh, I think my favorite part of it though, is the hands. So they're not like the, they're not like, uh, you know, Unicron fingers where every one of them is individually articulated, but you get um, a separately articulated index finger with uh, the base hinge and then one knuckle. And then the other three fingers are linked together and they have the same jointing. So you can have him pointing really uh, convincingly and effectively. Like it, he basically just has, for no reason other than to point at things, a pointing joint. So I actually really like that detail, and it looks really good when you get it set up the right way. He can also make nice. a he can also make obscene gestures uh, with the way his hands are jointed. So I appreciate that too. It's, well, they probably put that in for the that the whole this is the end of the road, Galvatron. Yeah, I would assume so. I would assume so. Um, so besides the wrist swiveling, there's actually a hinge that goes about 45 degrees, which also helps with uh, poses with the hands. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't really work in the direction it would need to to um, 
make sword posing work any better. And it does come with the sword, which is based on the Regeneration 1 comic, uh, which is an interesting detail, but not anything like I was really feeling a particular need to have in a Hot Rod or Rodimus toy. If I wanted a Rodimus with the sword, I've got the Cloud one over there, which has uh, you know Springer's helicopter blade sword. That basically mm-hmm. serves the same purpose. Um, as goes transformation, a lot of it flows really intuitively and naturally. Um, there's a couple parts, though, especially in bringing the legs together for robot mode, where you have to force some pieces past other parts. Now, fortunately, the parts that have to be bent around other things are nylon, so they're not at risk. They didn't make those parts out of clear plastic this time, thankfully. Um, but it's just it's one of those things where on an otherwise really nice transformation process, it feels like that step needed a little bit more polish, but they just like kind of gave up on it 90% of the way there. So it kind of just stands out for not being as elegant as some of the surrounding engineering. But one thing I really like in how they engineered this, this is completely un- unnecessary for anything else, but the chest folds down and there's the matrix inside. Nice. And it comes packed that way. The, mat- the matrix comes packed in the chest in the box. So uh, pre-installed so he doesn't revert to hot rod and shipping. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a really solid figure on its own. Um, I would. It's more poseable than Optimus Prime, for instance. Um, I think it probably could be sold as a leader class figure by itself, but it would have to be just this and its basic accessories. There wouldn't be any room for anything else packed in there. Uh, so, you know, when you get it out and you transform it and it's a little bit on the smaller side of the vehicle, that's when the value would kind of fall away. But I do think there is potential for getting like a dark Rodimus out of this just without a trailer. Uh, one of those kind of, uh, you know, off the wall kind of things that might suit a selects or something. So I'm really happy with how this turned out. Uh, let's see. For the blast effect, where did I put that bag? The uh, blast effects are mostly just blue Omega Supreme blast effects, uh, which I think mm-hmm. this is the second time they've been rerun. Uh, these same effects came in orange with Skylinks. Uh, so after Jetfires, those might be the most reused. And it has... Um, a different unique matrix glow effect. Um, this is not the same as the one that came with Studio Series Hot Rod, but it's similar. Uh, so that is another unique part. And that's pretty much it with Rodimus Prime. Like, again, it turned out really nicely. It's, to look at it and, you know, see pictures or video of it, I don't think anybody's going to be convinced it's not just uh, an $80 Voyager with a big plastic box that it comes with. But get it in hand and mess with it, and it does feel like what you paid for. So, the last thing I got was the Ark. Oh, well. Yeah. Jealous. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Well, so does my credit card. Um, Mm. It's been an expensive week. I've got... It's been an expensive week, and I've still got two more things coming that didn't make it in time, so that'll be some stuff to look forward to for next week. Where'd you get it from? Walmart. Uh, I uh, I caught it on Friday when it came in stock, and so on Friday, Walmart had it in stock for immediate shipping. They said it would be delivered by Monday. I didn't believe them by putting an order in anyway, just in case, and lo and behold, it actually showed up on Monday. I, I was really surprised by that. Well, the rat trap and Cheetor that I ordered for next yeah. day shipping, or two-day shipping, still like a month later. I haven't gotten them. I thought they canceled that order up from under you. Nope. They're also uh, showing it still is in stock and available for like 
second day shipping. I thought you ordered those, and then you said the next day that they canceled. I canceled it because... my pre-orders after placing uh, that. Oh, okay. So the uh, the arc is very big. I, I measured it earlier for uh, scaling purposes, and from nose to engines, it is uh, like forty-two centimeters. That's like sixteen inches or so. Uh, it's also very heavy. Um. I obviously prefer having it in the ship mode because that's how I'm showing it off right now. Uh, but the robot mode is actually pretty nice too. The transformation is simple on not quite the order of Scorpionok. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but not by much. Um, but the robot mode has learned a lot since, you know, Metroplex Fortress Maximus. It's really solid feeling. It's posable and it feels it's slim looking, but it feels substantial. They did a good job balancing the needs of a toy this big in terms of weight distribution and how it holds itself with having something that looks and feels good to handle. I'm actually really impressed by how this turned out. Um, I think visually, Scorpionok is still the most impressive of the Titan class figures just because it has that big boxy mass. But this is pretty good too for basically inventing a design for a Titan class toy which is kind of a first for them. Um, like with Metroplex and Fortress Maximus, they reinvented an existing model, basically. But for the ARCS robot mode, this is like wholesale new design. And I actually really appreciate what they got out of it for doing that. Um, let's see. I think a lot of people, though, like are going to be more interested in the, the also ran. So we've got uh, mainframe and Teletran 1 mode here. This, like... Mainframe is bigger than I expected it to be. When we first saw it, I thought this was going to be like a slightly larger deluxe, like uh, Cerebros was. But this is mainframe and robot mode is basically the same height as Rodimus Prime. So, like, wow, mainframe is wow. a big robot. So it is um, Silverbolt. Yes, Brian, it's Silverbolt. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's almost the height of Rodimus Prime, but much less substance behind it. Um, you know, I wouldn't even actually call this a Voyager equivalent uh, in terms of mass because there's just not that much material to it. But it's got the height and some of the volume to be about that size. Um, Teletran 1's a little bit on the small side. I think it's a little bit too big in general for the core class figures to look right with. But it's a little bit too small for anything other than like a smallish deluxe to look the right size with. So a Voyager or a Leader is going to be way too big compared to it, and Core Class is going to be too small. So there's like a really narrow range of this is going to fit and look good visually. Um, I think third parties or add-on makers can probably um, patch over that a little bit by making some kind of like extension skirting to bring it up a couple inches. Cause I would at least make the console height uh, a little bit more fitting for the taller figures. It's not going to change that the screens are a little bit small compared to what you would expect from seeing the, the cartoon, but for, you know, general display purposes, I think it would work to just add on a little bit of height to it. Uh, but, you know, for the first, I think, I think this is the first official representation of Teletran 1 as a piece of merchandise. I'm pretty pleased to have this, and it's a pretty decent mainframe figure, too. Um, 
a little bit of the posability is um, restricted because of the uh, these three panels fold up to make the backpack, basically. And it does get in the way of the arms a little bit. Uh, and in that way, it does remind me a little bit of Combiner Wars Silverbolt, because that has something of the same issue going on with the wings and the arms. Uh, but it's not a Silverbolt retool. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. This is not Silverbolt. Um, and then in, in Teletran 1 mode on the back, you've got the two golden discs. So one of these is the uh, Voyager golden disc, which has uh, you know all the symbology and the pulsar map and everything and the sounds of the Earth on the other side. The other one is the Vok alien disc, which has the uh, glyphs on it. Now, the alien disc is supposed to have glyphs on both sides of it, different sets of them. Unfortunately, the way they made this, it's just the sounds of the earth again on the other side, which doesn't really make sense. So, oops. Hmm. But you do get both of them, so at least there's that. And then there's uh, tucked in here, very snugly. Come on. Got the uh, little Sky Spy satellite nice. that fits in there. So the, the panels unfold and everything. And it does have a 5mm port in the back of it, so you can plug it into somebody uh, somewhere. Well, you can do something with it. Most toys have, like, ports, not plugs, so I'm not sure exactly where that would end up going, but it can go somewhere. The 5mm port is also how it mounts to uh, mainframe, but I'm sure, you know, with a little creativity, you could find uh, other uses for that. And then the blast effects that the art comes with are uh, reruns of jet fires, this time in like a dark turquoise, hmm. uh, which is not reading as turquoise on the webcam, I see. But uh, in person, there's a lot more green to it than what it's showing. Uh, these are also very dark. And since these are supposed to be like engine wash, that kind of doesn't track because, you know, rockets have this tendency to be bright, blindingly, blindingly bright. <laughs> Uh, not dark blue, so that's a little bit of an oops, but it's nice to have more of this shape in a variety of colors, even if the color doesn't really make sense. Um, oh, for the other thing this comes with is, I kept it in the bag so I don't uh, like breathe and blow it away, um, the little Optimus Prime figurine, which I don't think the camera is going to focus on very well. It's the same thing that came with the Centurion weapons pack in white, but now it's red. Uh, it seems to be cast in the same uh, clear yellow plastic that the Ark's windows and the robot mode's eyes are. Uh, and it's painted over. You can kind of see it on the base piece. Uh, from this, I determined the scale for the Ark, assuming that this is the correct size relative to the toy. Uh, so based on the Earthrise leader toy, I determined that Optimus Prime is supposed to be about 33 feet tall which would make the arc uh, in relation to this be one one-thousandth scale. Ah. And from that, you can you know do measurements and stuff and basically discern a size for what this interpretation of the arc would be in real life if it existed. Uh, overall length is 420 meters. I'll give you that one for free, and then you can figure out the rest yourself. That's a big one. It's, it's bigger than the original Enterprise, but not as big as the Enterprise D, because that was hmm. almost 700 meters. I'm a nerd. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with how the arc turned out. Um, the only really annoying thing so far is just that I keep uh, accidentally uh, tripping the, uh, the cargo hatch to open. 
because it's just got a little uh, rocker toggle here that releases the spring-loaded ramp, and it's very easy to just brush past that and have the ramp spring down. The other problem with it, too, is that the, uh, the rear end splits to form the legs, and the ramp splits down the middle, too, and the ramp doesn't hold together quite as well as the rest of it. The, uh, the conning tower kind of helps the rest of the superstructure to hold together when it's in ship mode. Uh, the ramp doesn't really get the same benefit. But um, it, I like the ramp as a play feature, and while I kind of wish there was more playset functionality to it, like the closest it gets is having the little miniature of the arc bridge uh, built into mainframe, but you also have to kind of like peel half the ship up to get to it, and that also looks kind of weird. Um, like if it could open up into a, an actual playset mode, I can't actually get this panel to disengage now to open up. Hmm. Okay, well, that's a, that's a pain. Uh, well, I guess popping off is the same as uh, disengaging. But yeah, you peel it up and, well, A, you can see the robot's head in there and then mainframe would fit into this cavity and you'd have the little uh, bridge layout here. There's spaces in that bridge for several of those little figures to fit, but so far all we have from that is uh, two Optimus Primes now. I assume the Galvatron and Hot Rod from Unicron probably are compatible with the same connectors, but that also wouldn't really make much sense to have on the Arcs Bridge, now would it? So yeah, I, I would like if there was a little bit more like playset style interactivity to this, but that's more just like wishlisting at this point. Uh, as it is, it's a very nice Titan. If we never got another Titan again, I'd say this was a good one to go out on because they got this probably about as right as they've ever gotten a Titan class figure before. And that, I believe, is what I got this week. Don, what did you get this week? Well, uh, not a whole lot. Let me turn my camera back on. Um, actually, you know, I don't really need to. Well, yeah, I do. I got, I got one thing that uh, yeah, I've not been shown up with, so let me turn this back on. Let me turn it back on. <laughs> Problems, Don? Turning the camera back on in three. I think I there think there I am. There I am. Um, uh, it's it a weird thing. It's an off-topic thing, uh, but it's uh, everyone knows I'm a big fan of Miraculous, and I picked up. Uh, I don't even know what Miraculous is. is. Miraculous Ladybug. Yeah, it's uh, Rena Rouge, which is a very hard figure to find on the Walmart website, uh, and not at triple retail at what uh, a lot of places charge for Miraculous figures. Now, it's weird. It's a juggernaut of animation in uh, overseas countries, and it's barely a blip with any merchandise here in the U.S. No, oh, no, okay. that's why it's off topic. No, no, I think it's I think it's Code Lyoko. No, no, it, it, but actually, the direct he did work on Code Lyoko. Uh, I did find another slag to start my boxed Dinobot sets. So I, I, see, I, I, I need to get a Grimlock. So oh, has Matt even my, found one to open? I've not found one. I haven't really? found one. Okay, um, sorry, I've I no, didn't mean to rub in y'all's face. Yeah, then. Well, so this is my I second one. <laughs> But so I'm, I decided to go ahead and get boxed. Well, even though Chris was right, they won't be in the same trade dress. But yeah. boxed leader class Dinobots, I think, will be very impressive as yeah, a display piece. So. so there's that. Um, I got thanks to John DeLuna. I got uh, Origins Bumblebee, who I'm looking forward to diving into. Again, he tiny, but yeah, you know, we, we, you know, like I said, we finally got flat Bumblebee. So there's that. Um, Thanks to Amazon shipping it without any without any warning at all. I got tracks. 
because uh, I had because it was still showing in like August or September, and then it just said it's on its way. So I have two now. I have one of my power loot at BBTS. I'm was thinking about not just canceling that order, but like Chris said, if one is better than the other, I could have one in each mode. Uh, plus, if I ever go to a convention and Mike McConaughey is there, I would like to give him one, uh, like I usually like to do whenever uh, I see him at a convention. And the last thing I got is the Ark. I got that from Walmart. Uh, again, I was up early that morning feeding Massey and had you muted on. How's that? You, you, you were up early feeding Massey, and then yeah, and then I, I went online to Walmart to check something. Uh, and it was a suggestion. It's like, why do you suggest? Oh, it's in stock. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, I'm going to take a chance. Like Chris said, and you know, I actually got it on Monday as well. Um, I had the same problem with the ramps. You touch it, the ramps come down. Uh, I haven't had a chance to transform it yet. Cause between shattering a tooth last week and Ooh. yeah, ah. I, apparently one of my canines was a little too pointed and it hit the bottom of the tooth above it. And just the way I bit down on a piece of pizza, uh, because I went down to High Point last week, and they closed the only pizza in between here and Raleigh. So oh. I had to go to my second pizza, my second backup pizza place. And on, and on the way home, I was having a piece in the car, and I shattered a tooth. So between so yeah so between that and a doctor old was the pizza. No, it was it was fresh brand new pizza from a local place I grew up with. It wasn't on a dresser for like three days. You beat me to it. Well, we don't know what <laughs> happened to the pizza before Don got it. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I've got some other stuff in route. It's not here, so hopefully I'll have that for next week. Cool. Who else got transformer stuff this week? All right, I got some stuff. Okay. Uh, I have to mention non-Transformer stuff because uh, Rob sent me L337, and I love droids. Um, I don't... This droid looks Leet? so good. What's that? Is his name Leet? L337. L337. He mm-hmm. is so good and so detailed with the cabling and everything that's going on. I don't know why I didn't pick this up earlier. It's really nice. Uh, thank you so much, Rob. Oh, cool. I'm glad you like it. I, I love it. I love it. I Like I said, it's one of those, I love droids, and I don't know why I just didn't pick it up on my own before, um, but thank you. <laughs> then I also, someone sent me, um, I don't know who, I did send a thank you, uh, but they sent me some tools for getting uh, wheels off. Uh, to go with my impact gun. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's appreciated. And then, so it was from a secret admirer. <laughs> yeah, I have some more stuff, but I have to go in the uh, pile. I got uh, Core Class Soundwave, which this is my second one, um, just because it's a cool figure. So I decided to not cancel my other pre-order and just, you know, uh, Amazon actually just sent it today. So if you if you ordered from Amazon, it should be coming soon. Walmart sent me uh, the they had Astro Train clearance for twenty five dollars on their website. I can't bring and myself to do it again. I got the um, G one damaged edition, uh, <laughs> which makes you, it's very reminiscent of the 
any G1 Transformers still in box, uh, a lot of them do have some damage. So thanks, Walmart, for giving me that r- retro damage look. <laughs> um, a lot, I don't know if we talked about this. Um, I just saw it this week. This is the 2021 Hallmark Keepsake Ornament. Keepsake ornament oh, and nice. it's um, Shockwave. Shockwave. It's Shockwave. Nice. So, um, let's see. He he's just in a little plastic prison, but he's really nice. Yeah. Hang on the tree. So he's very. I need to get. He's very G one y. They've been doing one of these a year for a long time. Um, nothing moves at all, but he's just an ornament. So yeah, his boxes. His boxes say all are red. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Unrelated, this is the first thing I ever got from Network because uh, I had a $20 coupon and it wouldn't let me apply it to the um, that Jay Blavin Soundwave or whatever that was. Uh, so I applied it to Muckman. Or That's not Muckman. Mugen Man. And he is the Toy Accurate Super 7 and I usually I don't like that. Toy Accurate, but I just love That's him. Nice. I don't. That kills me. I want that. I want that line so bad. Like, I, I'm done with like the Necka turtles. They don't do it for me. That does it for me. He's huge too. Like he is really big. I see that, and I just like I I I, I can't look at that. I I have to look away. Yeah, it seems like tw- I'd say twice the size of the Playmates figure. Oh yeah, the original Playmates seems figure. Like it. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's really nice. Um, I'm really I had that original Playmates that. figure. I had and for twenty dollars off. Me too. Uh, that yeah, for twenty dollars off, absolutely. Yeah. What that bring you down to? Like thirty. Yeah. Thirty-two yeah. with shipping. Yeah, they, that's yeah, that's I would totally do Super Seven Turtles if they were all that price. Yeah. <laughs> I got some PLA for my three D printer. Printing transformers out of it. Uh, I will be. Okay. And then uh, this is True Black, and I also got. Is it a transformer? <laughs> it's ten o'clock. Well, I believe I believe you sent it to me. So what? The the PLA. Was it anonymous? Yeah. No, it wasn't me. I oh. was the tools. Okay. Well, someone sent me. Uh, also blue. Um, oh, nice. I assumed it was you. No, I, I sent uh, the, the I sent the impact driver. Oh, okay. Stuff, yeah. Did you get my thank you? Yeah, and it actually had my name on it, so I thought you knew. I guess Amazon put that on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't even know. Yeah. But this had no slips in the box, so I can't even thank the person oh. who sent it, which I thought is weird. Hopefully they're listening. Uh, anyway, Ness on the Discord said, Diecast loves Christmas so much, he has it every month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this is the, uh, the thing that I'm like channeling my inner Brian Kilby. Is it a transformer? It is a transformer. It is the oh, I know what that is. Star ah. Wars crossover Death Star. Where'd you get that? And apparently, if you check eBay, like everyone must hate transforming this thing yes. because there's not a single photo of this transformed properly. I, and I have that diecast. It is nearly impossible <laughs> to get those outer panels in Death Star mode to align. Well, Mine, I did it. 
I did it. I was like, oh, this is is not that bad. I am glad because I gave up, like, leader class Sentinel Prime. He's in a box half transformed because I can never get either one of them properly done. Hmm. But yeah, I found I, one I, at the Goodwill outlet once that was missing a bunch of panels. I got it. Yeah. Sadly, it's not missing the right panels to be returned to the Jedi Death Star. Aww. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that's a problem with a lot of them. A lot of them are missing panels. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. buying them, you know, uh, used, which you have to. Yeah. Um, this was the cheapest one that I could find with all the panels, and the guy didn't even have photos showing it in this mode. Be I kind of, you know, just sent a message. Does that have all the panels? And he was like, let me go home and check. And he was like, I went home and I checked and that thing is terrible to transform. And he's like, but yeah, it has all the panels. I was like, okay, I'll take yeah, it. You had to buy it at that point. Yeah. Um, but I, I love this. I, it, you know, it's that Star Wars Transformers. I wanted to give you a hint. It, it's from a galaxy far, far away, but you definitely would have got the hint on that in the yeah. beginning of the show when, or the pre-show when we were talking about it. Um, but because I'm channeling my inner Brian Kilby, I not only got Death Star. Is it a Transformer? Yeah, it looks like it. Yes. Oh, okay. I got <laughs> the boxed Millennium Falcon. Oh, nice. That yeah. is a very ad- nice. Now, are you going to open those diecasts? I would not recommend yeah, it. Yes. Be, uh, be it has brown plastic that shatters like uh, yeah, Transmetal Megatron and all that stuff. Yeah. Do oh. not open that. That The way you have it is that but I will say I have that set open and I have a set boxed. That is a great looking figure in in about that aluminum falcon in Millennium Falcon <laughs> mode. <laughs> Yeah. And, but yeah, do not transform that Chewbacca. He will just Break. he will he will Randy on you all over the place. Oh, no. I don't know if Diecast knows what that means. But and, and without context, you know, that sounds terrible. It, you know, I know Randy's name instead of Randy. Yeah. Randy should have been Break. Now that I think yes. about it, Randy should have been Break. Uh-huh. But that is an absolutely gorgeous ball. I mean, that's one of the best sets they ever did in the, in the classic Transformers line for the crossovers. Yeah. And uh, there, there's a bunch. I mean, yeah, they look like horrible uh, robots, but their their vehicle modes are all so great. Oh and yeah, because that's what they prioritized. Yeah, yeah, as as they should have. Uh, it's one of those lines where I, I, you know, when it was out, I was like, "That's horrible." I'm not touching it, you know, because I didn't like how the robots looked. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I'm like, I should have picked a couple of those up. Uh, so yeah. that's what I'm doing. Cool. Or do you have anything else? Nice. Have? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Okay, cool. Who else? I got a few things. Okay. I'll, I'll be quick. Um, I got uh, I got uh, Kingdom RC because it was ten dollars, and I was getting something else from Walmart. Where, oh, you got it from Walmart for ten bucks. Was it on clearance? Yeah. Uh, well, it was just 10 bucks on the website along with a couple other uh, nice. figures and things I was looking at. So. Yeah, part of their collector con offerings was a bunch of stuff marked down to like half price. I didn't realize or, that. So. Which was yeah. great. And it, it's, I hate to say it, but it's not the worst figure I got this week because I also got Kingdom Scorponok. I'm so oh, sorry. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I really want to like that figure. 
it's just one of those things where, you know, even the proportion side is very frustrating to handle because all the little ball jointed pieces like to fall off while you're trying to fight the transformation in the couple of places it needs to be fought. So it just, yeah, it was, it was not, it's not fun to mess with for me, but it's the, also the only representation of Beast Wars Scorponok I have. So, you know, it'll be in a box somewhere with other stuff. It'll be fine. It's good. Um, I swear to God, there was another transformer I got this week, but brain is going uh, goodbye. But yeah, uh, diecast also sent me and thank you, you very much for this. You got, you got um, uh, wing finger. I got those last week. So I, th- I think I talked about them. Oh, before. Okay. Yeah. But I think uh, you're, yeah. you're tweeting about that alongside Scorpion. That's why I got confused. Yeah, but uh, uh, Diecast sent me from my Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash playlist uh, the Zoids uh, the Zoids Wild Phobia, which is a uh, small spider Zoid kit, and I haven't built it uh, yet. But you know, obviously, Zoid kits have gotten uh, smaller since the last time they were over here, but also a fair bit more intricate. There's a bunch of little gears that are going to need to be put into place on that. So hmm. I'm going to wait until I have a day with a nice flat surface and not very shaky hands and see what I can do with that. But it looks really good. So thank you very much. Diecast. I appreciate oh, no, it. Thank you. Thank you. And that is pretty much everything I can remember getting this week. Cool. Uh, who else? John, you got stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing that I got the art to like a few of us and I finished my Pirates of Barracuda Bay Lego ideas, um, set. So again, it took me like five weeks, six weeks to do this. I don't have the free time necessary to, uh, to do these elaborate Lego kits, but, but I do stay disciplined and do like one bag a night, uh, so to speak. And, um, and that is the nice way to kind of like slowly savor like I said, I think. So anyway, so I completed that. It's over my shoulder. And the only other thing that I got that wasn't mentioned yet was I did get the Worlds Collide set uh, via a friend, uh, Panda, who is in our Discord um, now and from time to time. So he found, he, I, he might have been darn near one of the first people in the country to like really like confirm a sighting in, um, uh, in a target. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he found uh, mostly intact two cases and uh so i i got one via him so that's great i did open um that uh so i've got a pile of unopened stuff that i'm bad at but i did open that and <laughs> pulled out fangry because i had to check the knees so the knees are a thing that um i think they're varying degrees of not good uh is what the internet <laughs> is reporting so mine are uh, not bad. Um, not well. Mm, they're not good, but they're not terrible. So um, he is—he's uh, really nice. He's. Uh, let me. Ooh, there he is. Dramatic lighting. Uh, so, so the deal with the with the knees are they can be so weak that uh, he can't stand. So, in a worst case scenario, he just doesn't hold his own weight. Uh, mine are um, a little loosey goosey, but he does hold a basic stance. Um, if you do like, uh, like flick his, uh, flick your finger on his, uh, on his feet or whatnot. Yeah. They do like flop around. Uh, and then comparing that to, um, you know, his, uh, the source material, so to speak, the monster bots that came before him. Um, obviously those joints are nothing like that. So they feel incredibly stiff compared to, compared to this guy. Um, but I'll count my blessings um, because he can at least stand. 
Uh, and overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with him. He does feel um, – he feels of the quality that you would expect from a random four-pack that's a store <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Put it that way. So um, could be worse. But he is on the spectrum uh, of those type of uh, toys. Um, so anyway, I haven't unpacked uh, Nemesis Primal or his other um, – uh, box mates, but uh, but I will. But you know, I think right now everybody is is mostly interested in Fangry. So the so the least I can say is like you know it, it it's not guaranteed that you're going to have one that can't stand up. Uh, mine's proof of that. Like they can be okay, um, but uh, but again, he's he's in that that category of random store exclusive repacks. So just set your expectations accordingly. So and is, uh, is that black arachnia as brilliant in person as it seems to be from the photos? I want it. You know, she's she's awesome. She looks really good. I will say that some of the photography we've seen on Twitter has been really flattering, or had like had her in the best light. So, um, <laughs> you know, w- with with proper lighting, as you know, XV, with proper lighting, you know, a toy can be really kind of radiant. And she's not quite as um, like intense or saturated as some of those pictures make her look, but um, obviously you can make it appear that way in photography. But but just kind of sitting under natural light, she's not quite as saturated and brilliant. Mm. She's still awesome. She still looks really good. Um, so I'm sure I'm going to be really happy with her. But uh, but yeah, she's not quite the. Like the shining star that you've seen in some of the better toy photography, <laughs> but, but still, still awesome. Still looking forward to her. I and I will say that. Um, so, like initially, I think people kind of were um, not down, but not loving Nemesis Primal. But as we've seen more and more photography of him, and kind of like you know, just gotten used to him, I think more people are coming around on his color scheme. He looks really good in the box. So where uh, where Black Arachnia was kind of like, eh, she's not quite um, quite as like perfect as the photography would tell you, but still great. Uh, Nemesis Primal looks even better in person. So he nice. can, he can, yeah he continues to just look better every day. And and when you get him in person, yeah, it it, it holds. He's got he's a really good um, he's a really good looking figure, and his color scheme is definitely distinct from Primal. So I'm happy with him too. And Bumblebee existed. Anyway, moving on. Yes, and then there was Bumblebee. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's it for me. Cool. Okay. Who else? Everybody? Matt? Uh, I'm the only one left. So uh, I got the Marvel Legends Ultron that I didn't get last week. So it, it came in Thursday after the show. He is brilliant. Uh, pinless joints. Love him. His uh, blast effect or effect piece is the Jack Kirby energy crackle that fits in his Ooh, mouth. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, he is, he is painted silver. The, the, he is not cast in this color cause I, he's got a little paint rub here on his bicep where the, where it shows his duller color underneath, but I really like him. And as I'm showing off non-transformers things at this point to irritate Kilby, <laughs> I also You're got, the got a, be before. Oh, yeah, yeah, he will be asleep four, until yeah, 11 anyway. If I sleep at all, cause yeah, exactly. I just don't sleep. But, uh, the Lego Batmobile from the 1966 oh, oh, show. Beautiful. That's so worth nice. showing off anyway. It, it really is, and it, it comes on the little uh, turntable. That is I gotta cool. tell you, Matt, I saw that kit in Walmart a few days before you tweeted about it, and like I was just standing there being like, I really don't need to start buying Legos, but that looks so good. Legos is luckily one of those things where I can just pick up something that looks cool and mm-hmm. avoid 
everything else. So I got those things out of the way. Um, moving on to Transformers, I went back and picked up uh, Generation Select's Cybertron Defense Hotshot because they made him a wrecker in the comic books. So <laughs> they finally, someone finally gave me a reason to pick him up, and I got him before the prices got insane. So. Oh, good. Um, lastly, uh, thank you, John DeLuna, for being wonderful. Uh, he got me the Origins Bumblebee, and it does look tiny in the packaging, but I think it's just a visual effect of the chest being so small. Oh yeah. Because I have Earthrise Cliff Jumper here for comparison and they are basically the same size. Mm-hmm. Actually Origin Bumblebee is slightly taller. A, yeah, a little bit taller. Um but I actually really like this a lot more than I thought I was going to because of you know the the kibble hangout on the legs and the the weird backpack which doesn't stick out too far so that helps. Like, if it had been hanging way off the back, I would have been really, really annoyed by that. But, I mean, he's got good articulation. He actually transforms to a satisfying degree underneath of his his, uh, his flat shell. And mine comes with one, one of the vehicle panels is slightly off color. It doesn't show up really well. But one of them is more of an American cheese orange yeah, yellow than, than the rest of than the rest of the... Uh, that's the rest weird. of the toy. Yeah, it is. Weird. Don't know how, but like Actually, it's... if I'm looking at the same pieces, I think it's the same on mine. That one's is the off color also. Hmm. I don't think it's going to show up in my lighting, but that one has a definitely different shade than the equivalent piece on the other side. Yeah. So, overall, I am way happier with this than I thought I was going to be. So, thank you again John for picking this up. And, like, if this is what Siege had been all along, I would have had a lot more nice things to say about Siege. On the, on the other hand, imagine if this had come covered in battle damage. Then I would have had not many nice things to say about it. <laughs> My question is, how is that not a Siege toy? Yeah, right? It's a Siege toy in everything but name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Do you think maybe it was designed for Siege, but something happened? And they had to put it in Buzzworthy Bumblebee to get some use out of that mold where it would make sense. I more think it's a case of them wrapping back around to pick up something that people complained that they didn't do yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry, but I was a lot more vocal about box wheel jack. Yeah. yeah the, well, hopefully the, 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 they listened to that too, and that's you know something that's also on the drawing board. But that's all I got this week. Cool. Um, okay, just me. Uh, I mentioned several things. I'll skip the G.I. Joe and left to talk about. Is I got the Generation Selects new sound wave. Ah, ooh. So sound blaster. Um, it's weird. A couple reasons. One, so it's the, what, the Mercenary? Yeah, the yeah. Netflix version. So, uh, oh, yeah. It's got that, uh, symbol on his chest. Um, the box is. I guess the Japanese, similar to the Japanese Siege box, but it has the big 35 on the the side here. And I'm trying to figure out what it's the 35th anniversary of in 2021. If I'm understanding how this worked correctly, this was the only version of this Japan got, but by the time they were ready to release it, the Netflix material was already in circulation. So they just made some updates to the deco to make it more accurate to the Netflix animation. But ultimately, it's their version of what we got as 35th anniversary Sound Blaster. It's 
the equivalent release. Yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Well, that's why the packaging has that, even though the year doesn't necessarily make yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. And that, that's what I assumed, but it's just, you know, it's, I'm like, is the 35th anniversary of 2010? I mean, Transfers 2010, which came out in right. 86. Uh, so. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But, I mean, but he was in 1987 in Headmasters. Yeah. So it doesn't work out. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, just don't think about it so much. You'll be happier. Yeah. So. Probably. Yeah, so I got that. That was it. I mean, some days it does feel like 35 years since 2010. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I know you're not talking in detail about the Ghostbusters stuff, but I do like the story from Twitter of how you got the Ghostbusters stuff. Oh, yeah. My wife found all the stuff at Target. Uh, she went back and made sure that they had uh she got one of everything that they had which was i think the entire wave minus uh slimer um and she took a photo of it she arranged it in the cart nicely <laughs> and sent me a photo so i could share it on twitter uh since i'm talking about it and people aren't going to sleep uh, i have the ecto <laughs> one um i have the um plasma series ecto one and i'm mm. not too crazy about it and i don't have the retro ecto one yet but this is a pretty fair stand-in for the 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 real Ghostbusters retro uh, Ecto One. Um, it I don't know if any of the other real Ghostbusters Ghostbusters cars have this Ecto ones, but like this the uh, the tires are supposed to be white wall tires, but they're stickers, and which is the worst Weird. thing I've ever heard. Huh. Just getting them lined up correctly. I didn't even try. Yeah. It. I'm just gonna paint it. If I, I'm if reasonably I sure the original Ecto one does not do that. No. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, it's nice, and I don't know that I need any more of these toys since they don't really fit in with real Ghostbusters so much. The ghosts what, do, but the what, ah, the figures what, don't. What is that toy line, Brian? Like, what's it? Ghost, from it's called Ghostbusters. Oh, I know, but I mean, is it is there is there a show tie-in no. or anything? Or it's called Ghostbusters. Weird. It's, They're just cashing in on the on the movie hype. Yeah, it's the one geared that toward, doesn't exist. It's the one geared toward younger kids than the plasma yeah. series. And the plasma yeah. series is junk, honestly. <laughs> I mean, since since its inception, all they've done is that first wave, and now for the second wave, they're doing nothing but the slime figures, and it's like this is like power core combiners all over again, just even sooner. You know, we're not getting, there's other characters they could do, but we're getting the same four characters again, just in the the variant outfits. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Brian, but like one, COVID really hit this Ghostbusters revival, like square in the face. And I'm sorry, Brian, I, I, I don't want to tell you. I, I don't know if Ghostbusters is the tentpole franchise that <laughs> it was 35 years ago. I mean, it, it doesn't need a new line. It really doesn't. No, I, no, it but doesn't. I'm fine with having though a you know a Ghostbusters um, toy line, I guess in general. If you know if I like the the toys and I like the real Ghostbusters stuff, but I don't understand why Hasbro even bothered. I wish Walmart would just knock the PKE meter down from twenty dollars to like twelve. And I'd buy one. Yeah, yeah. I also got uh, the um, the the wand or whatever you want to call it. Uh, that uh, is from the same line. It's uh, it's okay. It looked kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of liked how it seemed to be a movie Neutrona one that had a t- uh, attachments that 
kind of made it look slightly more like a real Ghostbusters one. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. So I got that. One of the patrons at the touch tier, tfradio.net slash credits. You can find them all there. Okay, while I pull it up. <laughs> if you're a patron at the touch tier, you can, uh, you'll, we'll mention you every week to give you thanks on the show and you're listed on the website. You're also eligible to be on our History on the Fives podcast, which we record more or less every week. Two episodes popped up in the feed on Patreon this week uh, because we recorded last week's episode Sunday and this week's episode yesterday, which was Tuesday. <laughs> I want to thank Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Sresevich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, Black and White Now in Color, Nate Wilson, and Sabertron Toys. Thank you all so much. You're awesome. Uh, you can find us at tfradio.net. All of our stuff is there. Rob Springer's not here. He's at zonebase.org and at RoboRob Springer. You can hear his podcast stuff now at zonebase.org. He's moved on up but we'll still mention him on the show because I get an email from Rob when I don't. So <laughs> love you, Rob. I'm glad you're feeling better. I haven't gotten an email in a while from Rob on that, but I just, you know, I want to make sure that he, you know, we stay connected. Uh, Diecast, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast too. You can like my Facebook page at reviews by Diecast and you can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Cool. Uh, Rob. Uh, I'm on Twitter at figure viewers and Rob flails. Rob flails is the Twitter for flail. There's my YouTube channel. I cover Gundam games at this point, mostly which, uh, uh, Gundam battle operation two is about to have its third anniversary. They are adding the new Gundam from Shars counterattack in approximately three hours. And, uh, that's going to be fun to look at. Hopefully I'll be able to get a hold of it without spending a ridiculous amount of money or, you know, hopefully any, but we'll see. That's the green um, new, not the new Gundam as in the new 3DS, for instance. Yeah. Just, just for reference for people who aren't so familiar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you like what I'm doing over there, patreon.com slash flail throughs, uh, you can throw money at me and request specific rounds. And of course, I do have a wish list at tfradio.net slash claylist. And uh, just wanted you to uh, let you know, Chris, on the Walmart website, the PKE meter is down to 16 bucks. Uh, close, but not quite. Plus, there would be shipping charges on that. True. Yeah. But thank you. Sure. Cool. Uh, let's see here, Chris. Uh, my toy photography work can be found at playwithphotography.com. I'm on social media for that uh, at playwithphotos on Twitter kind of not really using the Instagram anymore because it's kind of gotten poopy for actually sharing photos and getting any attention on them. I heard recently Instagram came up with a statement that basically we're not a photo sharing site, so I'm not really sure what, what? the point is anymore. Yeah, I think they're trying to turn themselves into more of a like TikTok kind of thing. Uh, like they're, they're trying to like lean hard into the we have influencers on our platform and the things more than uh, you know content creators put things here, so... It doesn't really just, it doesn't feel worth it to go through the extra few steps it takes to actually put the photos on there. So I'm kind of not doing that so much anymore. So uh, follow me on Twitter at Play With Photos if you uh, like random toy photography things. I'm personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I uh, have been tweeting a little here and there about Star Trek and stuff, you know, kind of going back to old formulas. 
and you know general toy things here and there just uh i don't really know why you would follow me but you know follow me because it's there um mm. I'm on Patreon if you want to support the toy photography stuff at patreon.com slash play with photos. You can do that for as little as $2 per month. And I also have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist if you would like to just do a random act of kindness to me. Cool. Awesome. Uh, John. Uh, that John D everywhere. Don. I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Cool. Is that it? That's it. I'm on Twitter at BKilby. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Transformers. It's better than crack.